Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Studio Insights with the Bell Vista Studios team. We are super excited to get together each week and share with you what we've been learning, learn from each other and ask each other questions so that we can be better practitioners. Before we get into the episode, I just want to talk about how you can make your analysis phase of instructional design so much better. Um, it's been amazing for us and we know it will work for you and we recommend checking out our human-centered design online course it will show you how to take your analysis to the next level and absolutely smash out your projects and make a great impact so check it out it's in the description below and it's helped us have epic results so definitely check it out all right let's get into the episode kim you can ask the first question Ooh. okay my question is for both of you. So very recently I faced, I would say a challenging situation um, that I've never had to do before. And it was unexpected. So it's not like I could prepare or anything for it. And there was lots of moving parts to it, I guess, like things that I needed to do, things I needed to, information I needed to gather, actions I needed to take. I was, would love your feedback on how I handled that. So what I did well and what I could do better next time, please. Uh, I'm hoping I'm thinking of the same situation. You'll know, um, you know what it is. It consumed me. <laughs> it made me very emotionally tired. <laughs> um, but from, yeah, if it's what I'm thinking of, uh, the what I think you did well is like that you reached out for help, like you knew in yourself that like you needed support and that to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So like coming to us for advice, I don't know what else you did like on your own, but I feel like that is like a good first step because you didn't just let it fully consume you and just you were like struggling the whole time. Like you reached out and said like, I need help with this. And we got together as a team to like talk it out and I guess like Hannah and I tried to give you like our advice on it. So I think that's always useful if you're struggling mm -hmm. with something. Um, and like you were open to receiving the feedback as well. You didn't come in with like one thing in mind and then ask for help but were like shut up to what we said. Like you were open to it and actually wanted to hear <laughs> what we had to say you weren't just like venting or saying like this is what I want to do kind of thing mm. so I think that was good too um I feel like even though it was overwhelming you like you were very calm about it and like action focused still mm. which was good because it was kind of like how can we fix this we didn't all just like dwell it didn't just turn into like a big like I don't know vent session or something like it was you did a good job of keeping it productive and I guess we tried to like be like that as well mm. <laughs> to keep things moving um Hannah do you want to say I'm going to keep thinking but they're like the first yeah was the first part for me. thank good. you um I think it was really good that you actually did something because I think a lot of people don't take action because it's too hard. Even though there's pain, they might think like, what's well, the easiest way to get out of the pain? But I feel like you pushed through and went through more pain in order to create a better experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like really cool because I think that is very rare. 
I think a lot of people would just like try and not upset anyone or like try and keep it as neutral as possible, but you like did the right thing, I think, according to our values and what um, our team expects and does. Mm. I think that was really cool. Um, That reminded me of something else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I'll figure it out otherwise. But I feel like with that as well, um, wait, I've already forgotten it. Yeah, so you took action, but you were also, like, you didn't just put the blame on the other people that were involved in the situation. Mm. Whereas I feel like even, like, well, I know myself, I don't know about Hannah, but initially with what came up, I don't know, I felt a bit, like, negative towards the other people that were involved and I was kind of looking at ways that it was their fault that it had happened. Whereas, mm-hmm. Kim, I feel like you were the one that was like, well, what have we done and what could we have done differently? And even though, like, what we've done has worked before, like, it hasn't worked now. So, like, you were, you made us reflect on, like, what we'd done a bit more, even though it was kind of easy to just be like, oh, no, it was their fault. <laughs> mm. So I think that was good because I didn't come, like, I don't know how soon I would have come to that conclusion to be like, yeah, we could have done this like it was at a surface level I think easy to put the blame on the other people involved mm. um, so I think that is good having like that self-awareness mm. and reflection even if you are having like an emotional response to something and maybe the other, other people involved might have done something like that we'd consider like wrong or negative or I don't know different from what we wanted like yeah I feel like I get a bit caught up in that aspect sometimes but you were really like what can we do to make it better like what can we ourselves do Mm. or change which was good Mm. yeah because I think it is hard sometimes to admit that you played a part in it or you were wrong and Mm. often people like skip that part and it feels more comfortable to be like it's nothing to do with us it's everyone else yeah so I'm really good at that like stepping back and being like we could do something differently which is very I find that hard to do, like an ego thing. But I think it's yeah. really hard to do that and get us to do it as well because it helps us reflect and be more self-aware on what. Mm. Mm. Um, I think of anything that could have been done better. I think everything was like valid and like the right way of doing it from my perspective. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like everything that we did, even if it was like the initial venting or like negative, I don't know. We if we were looking we were looking at it in a negative way at some points. I feel like you kind of have to go through that process to get to the better outcome that we wanted. Mm. Like it was useful, I think, to go through that. Maybe the only thing, but I feel like you had your own resolution for it, was getting like overwhelmed by it and letting it, because I remember you said at one point it sort of overwhelmed your day and how you thought about how your week was going when it was only one like small part of what you'd done throughout the week. Mm. You said you like stopped and you journaled on it and figured out like what was going on and make mm. become like the only thing that happened in your week. Mm. 
So I think you corrected that, which is cool. I think it was really good as well that you was like like you were cautious the whole time about how is this going to be received by the other people that were involved like even though we did feel strongly about how we'd done some things and they obviously felt differently like we didn't let that overtake our communication with them like we still wanted them to receive things well from us when we were like trying to get our side across mm. like we want, still wanted that to be done in a positive way and not turn into like a more of like an argument or a bad thing it was like trying to fix the problem but still think of like their how they'd feel mm. even though we were kind of like standing up for ourselves in some way I would say mm -hmm. it wasn't like attacking mm. yeah that's all I can think of at the moment mm. okay thank you it's into I'll summarize my notes and I appreciate you giving that like feedback when you look at them you're like oh my god it seems so simple and mm. then I'm like it was like so like that. difficult and <laughs> emotionally like knocked me out like I was tired as fuck afterwards okay so the things that are done that were done well which I wanted this feedback because then I can reflect and make sure that they're like make sure I do this if I ever have to hopefully never have to do this again um but it sounds like they were beneficial so ask for help you're open to feedback towards the common resolution focus on the facts and work towards the solution or our solution and um, took action to move away from pain even though it led to more pain first <laughs> from longer peacefulness after that um took responsibility for our part in it and at least took the time to reflect and see how we might be contributing to it um and then to empathize with the other and how they may receive what's coming their way very good good reflection Great. ladies <laughs> thank you thanks for sharing um keep them me little notebook of things to have as my checklist for next time yeah no there won't be a next time true listen to red <laughs> red flags very yeah. early on people don't go beyond two don't go yeah. beyond two <laughs> all right thank you i'm satisfied for now can i ask my question next please because it kind of i was about to say to do with that as well <laughs> okay um so my question is for you Kim but I think Hannah you'll also have like insight on it um because we did kind of talk about it as a team mm. yesterday um but it's to do with so like we had this negative incident happen <laughs> um and as a result of that we sort of decided as a team that we for this like situation we're going to kind of stray from our processes and usually we're like very process oriented and I don't know, in every situation we know like exactly what we need to do and how we need to say things and all of that mm -hmm. um, because it's proven to work. Now we've learned most of the time, whereas I guess before, like we knew that it always worked, we always like mm. 
had good feedback and we were like building good relationships using that process. Um, and yeah, so now we're kind of straying from that and doing it a bit differently because we've found that it doesn't work for this. Mm-hmm. So that was a long way of hanging on about it, but. No good context uh, <laughs> for other people. They'll be relating. Um, but yeah, I guess my question is around how, what things, what things should you like look out for where you might think I'm, wait, how do I want to say this? Um, yeah, I guess it's like what kind of red flags or things should you look out for to have that, to think I need to have this like reflection time to see if I'm turning this good or like this situation into something worse. I think I'm you need this. to change is it to do de- <laughs> what, what makes you deviate from your processes yeah when they work like 99% you know, of the time yeah because like we're so like confident in what we do and I feel like it can be hard to be like oh we're going to do this differently but if it's not working for someone then you need to but like yeah do you have to let it get to a point where something potentially bad happens or like can you pick up on things earlier and if so how and what and yeah, I think you know what I'm trying to ask. So <laughs> just say something in response. <laughs> something. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. For me, red flags triggers basically. Um, they do. I or I kind of assess things for me personally on a pain or pleasure. Is this mm-hmm. causing pain in any way? Is this causing friction in any way? And I'm very, I think I'm very sensitive to that because it is a personal value of mine. I don't want life to be hard. So I want it to be as easy as possible. So I'm probably a little bit more attuned to this doesn't quite feel right. So there's that, but then there's also like evidence in the work life. For example, there's more emails than usual. Um, There's more phone calls than usual. What's different? this time sorry not even questioning but just to let's pay attention to red flags so this is different from our experience Mm -hmm. so maybe we're having extra meetings maybe we're getting more feedback comments than usual more emails more phone calls um more people not knowing what they're doing um or missing deadlines or things like that so that it's kind of evidence is like "Mm, there's there's pain there's friction it's not happening as smooth as it usually does on 99% of our projects so then it's about one time okay someone may I always say 10% mistakes right like we've got to allow for human error you got to allow for like 10% over time under time because life happens so that 10 percent for me is maybe someone missed something in a me an email um and i go having a bad day got other priorities whatever it's natural we're humans the second time definitely flags for me i'm like this is this it's not right here um third time absolutely i do not let it go any further normally i'm nipping it in the bud at two but Mm -hmm. if it's three I need to prioritize the stop and figure out what is happening here so seek to understand 
I think one of the things is focus on the facts, get the evidence. Because, yeah, I think, yeah, focus on the evidence. The, is there, am I being realistic that it seems that we're spending more energy than usual in this way on this particular thing? Yes or no. And with that, I'll seek to understand and figure out why. And then it's about looking for opportunities to go, why might that be happening? Mm -hmm. And then what is the solution, which are some of the things like, how can we get, make life easier for all involved? Yeah. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. I have additional to add that covers everything. Mm. Oh, you don't have anything additional, sorry. No. I feel oh, like I, I thought you said I have <laughs> an additional thing. I was like, oh, what is it? I thought you were going to tell us. Or? Yeah. I have one really important thing. Uh, see ya. <laughs> you both looked like you're waiting for something and I was like <laughs> <laughs> it's All right. no, that's good. And even that sounds like like what you said with the first, like after the first question, like it sounds so simple, but I think you can get, when you're like experiencing it, mm. I don't know, it can be like hard to notice or I don't know, it just doesn't like click straight away that it's not going as smoothly. Like I think you can kind of make excuses for people too much, but that doesn't help them or you if you're both having a bad experience from it. <laughs> yeah. And if I think about, like initially with this scenario wasn't involved right so what my so maybe next time well one thing I learned from myself is that I will listen to these red flags and check in mm -hmm. earlier whereas I one this was the first thing where you guys were really taking full responsibility from end to end and mm -hmm. I was really conscious of not yeah not stepping in and trusting you and allowing you to um, apply all the things that we've been learning, you've been working towards, all that sort of stuff. Under usual circumstances, I don't think this would have played out. I think this, this is a, an abnormally, this is not usual. Why do I pick words like that that I don't actually have to pronounce? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, it was a, like an unexpected thing you couldn't prepare for. And in any other situation, it wouldn't have happened the way it did. And if you had done those exact things for the other 99 situations, you would have got the results that we normally face. And yeah. so I kind of had this interesting dynamic of, do I just let it go, let you guys work it out? You sound like you're trying, you're in the right direction. But also yeah. I wasn't privy to all of the communication because I stepped back I like said come to me if you need help but I'm not following the whole thing because I need to trust you guys and I need you guys yeah. to ask me um, and I think there were probably where my two red flags and I normally would step in and do something when I'm personally in control of it it probably got to I have now witnessed probably nine times mm. probably where I think I probably that thing that you said the outsider perspective you guys couldn't see as bad as it was so you weren't able to ask for help you weren't able to create the space to see it from that perspective whereas I could have 
but mm. I did and I didn't prioritize that I was in my own tasks I had my own priorities I'm doing these things and not getting you involved in them to protect you so that you can give your energy to your thing so one of the commitments I have to myself is to like ask about it step in and just ask like not tell you but just say hey it does sound like this is a little bit more difficult than um usual mm. and is there anything you'd like a perspective on that's not the I should ask an open question and a question that is framed in a way that allows you to express and also doesn't make me make you wrong because I don't know I'm just getting a sense and I'm reading energy that I, I have to find facts about and I think I didn't find facts I just kind of was like yeah there's a lot of emotion here but what's the reality of the situation because I was very consumed and on task with other things I didn't prioritize to step in and just go hey team like what's the facts do you need help like here sort of thing yeah I'd say yeah I feel like that kind of goes both ways too with you saying that you'd like sort of stepped back to trust us I don't want to speak for you Hannah but I feel like when we were discussing things and trying to work it out it was like us wanting to trust ourselves as well and be like we can handle this like we'll just talk about what's happened and make a decision and like we would think like we would say like oh should we ask him or like yeah. Should we do it? But then and it's, yeah, I guess we're on the opposite side where we're like, we've been trusted with this. Like, we know what processes we need to follow, which ended up sort of being part of, I guess, where we should have, like, we should have come to you and asked you quite, like, questions. Yeah. In those, like, and even, do you know, but it was like that feeling from the opposite side. And do you know what? What I witnessed along that journey when you were working things out and you might have been having conversations beside me or making decisions in my like I wasn't listening this thing but what I heard I was like they're on track they're yeah. I, the conversation's productive it's headed in the right direction I can hear their thinking around the right things they're asking the right questions so a hundred percent of the time when I was able to witness you guys problem solving and yeah. doing that and me trusting I was like wow they're applying all the things but what I didn't have access to was anything that you might have been doing on chat when the times when you're working together and problem solving things and I'm completely unknown to what you're doing. So then I yeah. didn't have evidence to say, I just was like, oh, productive conversation. They're doing everything I would do right now. Leave mm. them. But when yeah. it was outside of that, I had no idea. So I didn't know to ask because what I was witness to, I was like, I trust them. They're on track. I do the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. I feel like the whole, this whole thing has been like a good learning for all of us. Cause I think previously we've like, cause a lot of this, the decisions we made, we were thinking like, <laughs> what would Kim do? <laughs> what would she say if we asked her? Um, and it did a lot of the time it did come back to like, this is our process. This is what we yeah. follow. <laughs> But I guess it's good now knowing that we have the permission, like, because we were, it's not like we didn't know that there were like red flags, like all of us knew that there was like things mm. going on and it was different to a normal project, I guess. But yeah, I guess like Hannah and I knowing that we can be like what we normally do 
isn't working right now yeah. or <laughs> yeah. like these issues seem to be coming up um which again like it sounds so simple like all we have to do is ask a question <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> to see if we process, can do things yes it works on 99 of the situations it's not working on this one yeah this yeah. is the situation like why basically yeah and then that's where I could have probably added value and mm. got to where it was yeah. because I would have had that outside perspective it's hard though because you know like it is 99% of the positions or uh, like situations yeah. it does work so this is a very bizarre out there kind of on the other end of everything that you can experience um yeah but it's yeah. it's going yeah this we've tried and this seems hard now like harder than usual let's take a moment yeah. and mm. go Kim I know this is our process but this is why it's not working in this situation what's next steps and we can work it out together yeah yeah I think that's a really big learning because like thinking back to the situation there was lots of like Vic said like lots of red flags but I think like me personally, I was like, I don't want to, I'm trying not to like whinge about what's going on. So like have a little vent, but then try and be positive and like keep going. Mm. I think yeah. that ended up resulting in it getting worse and worse because there was no actual like resolution to what was happening. And that's, I think, yeah, it's, that cycles back to the beginning, right. Of where I was saying around, it feels painful mm. and it feels more painful than usual. And I think that's, I don't know exactly the answer to this, but it's that self-awareness to, because we all take pride in our work and we want to do the best every single time to the best of our ability. And I don't think any of us doubt that we ha don't have each other's backs and that no one's picking up the slack. Like we're all up on tempo and completely rely on each other hundred percent of the time. So I think when, we need to recognize that if I ask for help, like you guys said to me, it was one of the good things is that if we ask for help, we know that it's not that the person's giving up or it's too hard for the person. It's become too difficult and it's like pushing uphill. And because we know our processes and things and how we work together are so good that it needs the time to figure out what's happening. Yeah maybe yeah. even just that acknowledgement of mm. it's almost like permission yeah definitely does that give you enough Vic? yeah yeah that was good that was a good one good question right <laughs> my question is it's like semi-similar I'm trying to keep it like all the same thing because I'm really but I'm not going to change what I originally had yeah I'm good is <laughs> I want you both so it's for both of you mm. I want you both to think about someone that you like trust and respect so take a bit of time to think about someone mm -hmm. I've got one Vic do you have one and I want you to tell me what do they do that enables you to have that trust and respect for them
Um, I know they have good intention. I know that they say their actions match their words. Is it around respect, Hannah? Sorry, I'm clouding a lot of things now. Why Trust. do we respect that person? Mm -hmm. Trust and respect. Trust and respect. I think they're authentic and genuine and they're willing to admit their mistakes and that they don't always get it right. But whenever that happens, they've taken the time to reflect and say, this is what I'll do next time. Um, so you can see that, yeah, they fucked up, but you can you can expect them to do better next time. Mm -hmm. um, and they have evidence of them being good at whatever the things you appreciate them for it was probably why you love them anyway, like. Mm. They demonstrate good behaviors that are probably, I think what that is, demonstrate values that align to maybe not your own, but that you appreciate that they're living in integrity with their values, even if they're different from yours. Mm. I think that's wow. kind of what's coming up for me. Wow, thank you. I don't have anything to add to that. Those are all good answers. <laughs> and I agree with them all. <laughs> Are you sure there's nothing else? <laughs> um, I don't think I can articulate it properly. <laughs> I would need time to, more time, like a lot of time <laughs> to think. Well, maybe you take time, but Hannah, what's your, I'd love to know what your response is as well. I think this is a really cool question. I'd love to know. Mm. So think of your person that you respect and trust and what are the things that give you the, the trust and respect? Um, honesty. Like what you said, doing what they say they're going to do. Um, I think like listening to you, so like not just talking out you all the time but enabling you to like engage with them mm. um. oh, no. uh, that one's triggered something for me is like they see you for the human you are and they appreciate you for the human you are yeah love that I feel seen by them yeah. Or you feel valued by them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a big one, definitely. Um, I think also like stands up for what they believe in and will like back you up as well. So like they're not afraid to like take a stand for what's right. Mm. There is potentially something around like not worrying about what other people think, but I can't quite articulate it. 
it might be the authenticity thing, like just being themselves and not just doing stuff because they want people to like them. Mm. Like, like they think it's right. Like you can sort of tell when people are doing it because it's like true to them. And I think that's really mm. cool. Mm. Like Gary V is an example I'm thinking of. He just mm. says that he actually thinks he doesn't try to say the right thing. And I think that's really cool. Mm. Has anything triggered for you, Vic? Yeah, you made me think of something. <laughs> um, I think having them show respect towards me makes me respect them. Like when you were saying before, <laughs> that, like people who stand up like for what they believe in or whatever. Like, because I trust and respect both of you guys. We don't always agree on everything or think the same way about things. But I feel like if I... I don't know if I have an opinion on something and you disagree, like we'll hear each other out. It doesn't end up being like some argument or like mm. negative interaction. Like we just respect each other's opinions and we still respect each other as people. Mm. But like you've like you've respected my opinion even though you don't agree with me. And like that makes me respect you mm. more. Does mm. that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that is important. That is really, that is a very good one. Because when people like try to argue and tell you that you're wrong, it's very easy to lose respect for them. Like you can accept their opinion, but like you yeah. said, it's good when they accept what you think as well and your experiences yeah. and what you've been through. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like we'll hear each other out. And even if it's something for like a work project and not even like personal stuff mm. and we're deciding what to do next, like we might not all like agree on it, but whoever or however the decision gets made like we just move forward with that there's no like mm. I don't know like we're not like shitty with each other or yeah it doesn't like, turn into a thing like we're just like yeah like I say you two agree about something and I don't like I trust <laughs> what you think even if it's not what I thought like mm. yeah yeah I told you I couldn't articulate anything properly but <laughs> yeah, you are. one I really yes. like Oh, anyone else have anything or Kim? I don't have anything, but I'd love to like explore this a little bit further in those things that we've identified. If we want to embody them and do that better for ourselves, like how might we do that? like I think you guys do a good job of it already <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't trust and respect you like everything that you both said is what I like that's how I feel towards mm. you mm. and how I think like how I think of you already mm. cute <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's thinking good. as well <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, on, like big decisions or like you're about to do something that's significant, like stop and ask yourself is um, what the question would be. Would the person that I trust and respect that you had in your mind do this? And if they wouldn't, then consider yeah, whether. How would they handle it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you don't feel that you have that for yourself. Mm. Because the thing I was thinking, and anytime I've done it, 
like I know there was something I was working on yesterday actually which is new to me the the webinar and I wanted to um improve and experiment with some mm. some things in that that I'd never done before and so like what I was doing was kind of visually rehearsing that and pretending and visualizing myself in the future to kind of make it easier to step into that when I was in the present Mm. um so I was able to recognize the behaviors of the characteristics that I needed to embody if I was like the best version of myself that I respected and trusted and did that and then I think if because I was able to see those for me that was easier and I did that but if I couldn't if there was something that I'm like I'm not there yet or I haven't got that yet if I you brought up Gary if I was like what would Gary V do in this situation and and future vision him doing it in front of me and role modeling it then it would make it easier for me to translate what it might look like for me so I like that that's really cool well, yeah I thought Hannah and I always say what would Kim do <laughs> what do you think Kim would say we usually end up guessing the wrong thing because we're not very good at life yet but we're like whatever she would do would be the right thing to do so we need to try and do whatever that is that's funny yeah we do do that don't we what would I get up to I wonder in your little world <laughs> I wonder does it actually align to what I would do versus what you end uh, up well doing. we usually pick the wrong thing <laughs> we ask you what, you say. what wouldn't Kim do <laughs> we ask you to say the opposite thing and then we're like we, you tell us why and then we're like okay we're idiots <laughs> we'll <miss> something important <laughs> That's cute. Hmm. Cool. I, th I think that's like that visualization thing as well is like that's what sports people like the champions talk about is like they literally are like I meditate on that crossing that finish line or scoring mm -hmm. that ultimate goal. Like I have kicked the ball 50 million times in my head into the back of the net and it's the top left corner and the goalie goes right or whatever it is, you know? So it's like that muscle memory done through visual and it, like a lot of them attribute their success to that. So I think there definitely is something in it. And I've said it before actually on here is like, if I'm going into a meeting with like a new client or whatever, like I'm like in the lift on the way up, like, saying my little scripts out loud like so I can remember them because I'm not going to be like and next sentence is <laughs> yeah that's a good one that is a big because I did when I did psychology we had like a subject on sports psychology hmm. they were talking a lot about that like getting imagining them winning and like doing that every day and then doing like the I don't know if you've heard of like power poses or power yeah. Yeah, doing that as well, where you like stand a certain way and get yourself in a sort of like energy and feel a certain way before you go and do something. So that could yeah. be another one as well. And then the stories you hear of people as well, like music artists and stuff, where they're like, or actors and actresses, where they're like, um, I knew I was going to win the Oscar. Like, <laughs> since I was a little girl, I just kept thinking, I'm going to be an Oscar winner or I'm going to be in the whatever charts or I'm going to have a song with Justin Bieber or whatever it is like and mm -hmm. they just energetically embody that and it ends up happening for them all right well yeah I think didn't Jim Carrey say he was going to get give himself a 10 million dollar check or something by the time mm -hmm. he was something 
and he ended up getting like exactly 10 million from one of his movies. That's cool. Like he could guess the exact amount and like manifested it every single day. Pretty cool. That's cool. Well, I'll let you know how successful you are in it and if I trust <laughs> and respect you anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to Studio Insights. That was a very good one, I think. That was a pretty I epic. I learned a lot from it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Nice reflective one. Definitely. Good on your team. Good insights. And My pleasure. <laughs> Dramas, mate. <laughs> Go check out the Greater Hub. It's epic. So much on there. Check out the Human Centered Design course. Help you. It'll help you with your analysis and help you create epic learning solutions. And we'll see you for the next episode. Peace out. What's up, awesome human? Thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of myself and the Bell Vista Studios team for continuously choosing to learn with us. We really appreciate it. If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you want to take your skills to the next level or you want to make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us. Basically, it's the stuff that we use internally at Bell Vista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers. And what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz could I be a better instructional designer that has so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating, the problems you want to solve. But in there as well, aren't we cute? That's us. Um, but we've got the coaching courses, freebies, give us gratitude, and also we've got some templates. And basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design, instructional design, and e-learning. So a human-centered design focus is very much what we're about at Bell Vista Studio. So putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs. So there's the human-centered design stuff, and then we've also got the business stuff. So this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you want to become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world. So go check it out. The link is in the description. You can check out everything that is available for you. Thank you for choosing to learn with us. Continuously invest in your skills. You will be rewarded as an instructional designer. Share this stuff, share it with other people because when we are better instructional designers, we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world. So we have a very important role and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have an awesome day.